You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. Hello and welcome, beautiful human. This episode of the Mind Your Home podcast, and by the way, I'm your host, Mia Danielle. This episode is going to be a bit different because this is not going to be a lesson-y type thing. This is just me sharing little bits of what makes me happy inside of my home. So the past few weeks, if you've been listening to the podcast, we've been kind of building up how to enjoy creating spaces inside of your home, how to enjoy the process we went over last week. Um, you know, we talked about kind of lifting up the the heaviness of, you know, feeling like you need to, to do so much stuff in a certain period of time and all of that the previous week. So really, this is all just about enjoying creating amazing spaces inside of your home. So I thought that it would be kind of cool to close this out, especially because at the time of recording this, it's very Christmassy and we had a little bit of snow the other day and all the lights are up and it's just a really happy time of year for me um, to share some of the things that are really rocking my world and my own senses inside of my home right now. And I say my senses because that's basically what we're going to be doing today. We're going to go through all of the the senses, the you know touch, smell, taste, um, all, all of the senses and the things that are really making me happy inside of those categories. Okay, so I'm going to get just like a little bit less any just for a minute, because one of the things that I teach my students inside of my course Clutter Cure is to plan your spaces in one way using all five senses. And I call these energy enhancements. When you have those things that just really like elevate your mood and lift your mood, make you happy and, and all of those good things. So these are kind of some of my energy enhancements. So I'm literally just going to go through um, what's, you know, rocking my five senses right now, what I'm enjoying, why I'm enjoying them. And, you know, maybe this will encourage you to do the same. I found this whole process of writing this stuff out very cathartic. And, And really, it's like an intentional thing, kind of like journaling. Like when you start writing it down, you start realizing things that you appreciate or that you enjoy that you haven't really necessarily taken the time to think about because you're just using it and just living in it or even calls to mind, you know, things that maybe you're not enjoying so much while you're writing down the list of things that you do enjoy. And that might encourage you to declutter some of those things that are not making the list, you know. So anyway, it's just it's a very cathartic kind of eye opening, enjoyable experience making these lists of the things that you really love about your spaces. So let's dive in, shall we? I started out with touch. So one one of my favorite things that I've noticed that I'm using in, I believe, all of my rooms right now is some kind of a wood element. So solid woods. I just, I really like the sturdiness and I like the sensation. Like it's not, it's not cold. Like, for example, in my living room, the coffee table is one of my favorite favorite pieces of furniture that we have in this whole house. And it is a a really uniquely colored wood coffee table. It's got like some kind of yellow veins in it and then some some brownish orange veins in it. And I just think it's just gorgeous because it looks like it doesn't look like, you know, a standard run of the mill espresso 
colored table. And I've had this thing, this is probably the piece of furniture that I maybe have had the longest since I've been living here. And I love it. It's the one piece that I'm like, do not scratch this up. You know, do not stand on the coffee table. And, and it's wood. So a lot, I've had other coffee tables in the past that were like glass or iron. And I'm just really enjoy right now having all of these these wood elements throughout the house because they're not cold to the touch. They don't like show stains or, or water spots or even dust quite as much as something like glass would. So anyway, that's one thing that I'm really enjoying having in a bunch of my different rooms. But like up in my bedroom, by the way, uh, Matt's dad made us a wall-to-wall desk. So it's like an exceptionally long um, personally made desk that almost covers from one wall of the room to the other wall of the room, and it's wood. And I just, I really think that bringing in those natural outside elements is just kind of, aside from touch, it's just a really nice ambiance to have inside of your home. It kind of softens things up, softens things up and, and makes it feel a little warmer. Another thing that definitely is going to make the top of the touch list for me is down pillows and comforters. So yes, our primary, we have two, we have probably like five pillows. I don't know why I'm counting my pillows. But our two primary pillows that we use are down pillows. And um, and our comforter is a down comforter. And I love it. I've had this comforter for years, more than five years, maybe maybe even 10 years. And it's lasted. And you know, of course, I've got a new duvet cover on it. But it's so warm and cushiony. It's like jumping into a big cloud. And I'm somebody who really loves like soft, squishy, wrap myself up in it type of things. So I'm really big on the down pillows. We've got some down pillows in our living room that I'm looking at right now, some like soft pink kind of square throw pillows that are also down. And a lot of people I know aren't into it. They don't like the feathers or they like something a little bit firmer. A lot of people are into memory foam, but I really enjoy the touch of down stuff, down pillows and covers. I'm really into also soft fabrics. So some of the throw blankets that I've had for the longest time, and I think I really only have like three throw blankets, but they're, they're soft. One of them has like a really long, hairy type of it's gray and it's just got like these really long, hairy, probably faux fur, something or another. And it's super, it's super soft. It's lasted a long time. Great. You know, thankfully it hasn't because some of those hairs, they can get like matty over time or especially if you wash it, they can start to clump together. And I haven't really had to wash it. So it's still got that whole really soft, hairy type feel to it. And I, I really, I really enjoy anything that's super soft. The one that I'm using right now on my lap is something that my mother-in-law got for me. And it's more of a, I think it's cashmere. It feels like cashmere. Yeah, it doesn't say on the tag, but I'm pretty sure it's cashmere. So you can just like imagine that it's just a different type of soft, but also just really smooth and soft. Um, if you can't tell, I'm really, I'm really into cozy things. You gotta have some, co- for me, I've gotta have some cozy elements inside of my home. Yes, I want it to look minimalist and modern, but I don't want it to be cold. And so I found that like a lot of the natural woods and the soft textures bringing those in really helps to make having less stuff just still feel really cozy. So if I'm selecting some of the fewer things that I'm going to keep, more than likely, it's going to be something that is soft and squishy and cozy. um, And I'm going to carry on. So yeah, cashmere, Chanel, really into those. Even our couch, I, I personally, and this is not like I'm saying that you're gross if you have this, but I personally can't stand leather couches, especially those big 
poofy leather couches, like overstuffed that are kind of flowing over the edges. I just can't stand it. I can't stand sitting in them either. Like if it's summer and I'm wearing shorts, I hate to stand up and feel like my legs are being ripped off on the back of my thighs. So our couch that we have right now is one that we got really lucky in finding right before we bought, right after we bought this condo, right before we moved in, because Matt and I have very different tastes. And this is the one sofa that the entire family agreed on. And we had to go from like store to store because it's a sectional sofa. It's got one, two, three, it's it's got four different pieces that go together. And all none of the stores had all of the pieces. So we had to go from store to store. And luckily, we're able to piece together a full set. So we love this sofa. Um, but it, the material on it is also really soft. It's not microfiber, but it's something that's I don't know, maybe similar to microfiber. It just feels a little bit, a little bit more textured than that. Um, and then it's also really squishy. Like it's got these giant overstuffed kind of pillows within the frame. So it's not flowing over the side like the overstuffed couches, because I know I just said that I don't like overstuffed sofas in particular. But these are like overstuffed pillows that are on the couch. And it's it's like a big hug. I'll come down here and sleep in this sometimes when um, Matt goes to bed before me usually. And sometimes I want to stay up and watch some TV or I'm just not sleepy. And I'll just go downstairs and get all squishy up on the sofa. And it's great. And also, I like the fact and this is not about touch, but I like the fact that it is sectional because sometimes we'll morph it into like a big bed shape and like all pile in for movies. So that's kind of cool, too. Yeah, so that's I think that's pretty good for t- well, I, I did mention that or I didn't mention that. Um, the sheets also are, are very like soft fabric. They're flannel. So you can kind of see like, you know, how I live my life with my furry house shoes and my hairy throw blankets and, you know, my soft couch. And I like things that are soft. Uh, and luckily, Matt and I also both agree that the flannel on the sheets, we just prefer that to the classic standard sheets. Although I did sleep in some sheets at my grandma's house that were possibly even more comfortable. And they were made out of bamboo, but they were like $200. And I said, not right now. You know, I'm okay with my flannel for right now. I don't know if I'm ready to drop a couple hundred dollars on some sheets, but they were especially soft. So let's talk about smell, because that's something that a lot of people don't really consider when they're thinking of creating spaces inside of their home. They think of, you know, what is it going to look like? Or maybe even what is it going to feel like? But you don't really think of, you know, what's it going to smell like? And it makes such a difference because actually our sense of smell is the closest sense that we have that's related to memory. So because of that, it can evoke like a whole lot of emotions. And of course, if you're into aromatherapy or essential oils, then you know this. You understand that, you know, you can use different scents to evoke different types of energy and emotion and all that stuff. So for me kind of going, shouldn't be surprising, going in theme with the fact that I really like soft, squishy, cozy things. My smell all the way is lavender. In fact, I just recently bought a giant bottle of it because I had bought a mixed essential oil set. And I found that, you know, I had all, it has all these scents in it, like um, uh, frankincense and, you know, like lemon and orange and all the different scents. But I found that I was really only using the lavender, the little lavender bottle. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to buy one big container of lavender and 
we're good. And occasionally I'll add some other drops. I also really like the, the Ling Ling Ling. I can't ever say that. Um, and so, you know, I'll mix in some sun grass or some Ling Ling or not sun grass, lemongrass or Ling Ling. And, um, and just kind of change up the lavender scent so I don't get too used to it. But that's definitely my smell. I love herbaly scents. I also like peppermint and cinnamon. Um, but in general, like especially during the spring and summertime, I'm really into herbaly scents. So tea tree, lemongrass, yingling, and then of course, you know, lavender being my big kahuna. And we have a a diffuser in both the living room and up in my bedroom. And the one in the bedroom gets used quite a bit because Matt and I are in there a good bit of the time and then Charlie's in there with us a good bit of the time. So it starts feeling really stale with, you know, we get the computers in there and I don't know, it's, when you have that many people in one room, it starts just getting stale smelling. So I like to keep it really fresh. Um, and I, I used to use candles a lot and I still like candles, but I don't own any. And the reason is because it's just not as cost effective because they burn out. We go through them so quickly. Like if I can turn on the diffuser and walk away and I can have it running for six hours on maybe eight or nine drops of essential oil. If I light a candle and walk away for six hours, that candle's gone and those things are expensive. So I've stopped using candles. And also you can't really find those herbaly scents that I like for the most part. I mean, I'm sure they exist somewhere, but I've had trouble in the stores being able to find those types of really herbal scents that I like where it smells like a a spa um, inside of the stores. On the other hand, I have had trouble finding essential oils that smell like cherry or you know that really sweet fruity smell that you can sometimes get from candles so if you're really into vanilla or cherry I personally haven't really seen any of those in the essential oils so I guess it's a it's a trade-off there um one other thing that I really love that I did for the first time last week because we're just starting it's still fall but we're just starting to come into December as of this recording um is the boiled cider with cinnamon sticks in it I love that. And that's something that I picked up from my mother-in-law because she does it at, during the winter time when we go over there for different birthday parties or events and stuff. And it just makes the whole house smell like cider and cinnamon and warm and it just smells like Christmas. So it's not something that I would use the other months of the year. You know, I wouldn't use it for spring or for summer necessarily, but it's one of those identifying scents whenever you start to get around the holiday season that just fills the house up and it tastes delicious too. So that that's another uh, different type of scent that I like as well. And then um, the only other thing I can think of as far as identifying smells for my creative spaces is the laundry detergent. You got to include the laundry detergent, right? Because you can, have you ever been to somebody's house and it's like, you, it smells like their laundry, which is a great smell. Um, but I mean, it makes a difference what kind you use as far as how your entire home is going to smell, especially if you have a lot of cloth stuff. So I use Gain. And no, I don't remember what scent of Gain, but to me, all the Gains just smell really good. And I've tried Tide, I've tried all the different types of laundry detergents, but Gain has the strongest scent and I really enjoy that. Uh, my mom used that when I was younger and I'm just continuing that tradition. You know, I was as I was writing this episode, I, I just keep getting into my head that, um, that song from The Sound of Music that these are a few of my favorite things. I was just walking around the house just singing it while I was writing this. Um, and it, <laughs> 
I mean, it's a delightful song, right? So hopefully this is a delightful episode and you can at least compare it to some of the spaces in your home. And it's not just the Mia show talking about, oh, well, that's all the things that Mia likes. Maybe you'll get some really cool ideas for things that you can use in your own home that you just haven't thought about yet. So hopefully. So sight, visuals, obviously makes a big difference probably the first thing that you think about when you think about creating your home spaces. So some of the visual aspects that I really dig are, um, okay, light bulbs. You got to think about what kind of what kind of lighting you're using in your home makes a huge difference. If you look at people's pictures that they post online or like Amazon review pictures or whatever, and it just has that super orangey tint to it. I mean, their home might look really nice, but the picture doesn't look really nice because it's just too orange, too much orange light. I personally really like the daylight bulbs. So when I go to the store and I buy light bulbs, it's always the daylight bulbs. I like to have the natural light feel. I like to have the, um, um, I'm even actually looking into getting some bedside table lights that are more of an LED type thing, which are also have a, a nice kind of bluish tone to them. And, uh, and also just natural light in general. I mean, you can't always choose how many windows you have, but luckily in this place, we have a lot of windows and I like to keep the blinds and curtains open during the day. I love the natural light to just be able to come in and spread throughout all the places. Now, I'm not necessarily, uh, I might be alone in that when it comes to my family. Like Matt is cool with living in the cave. He's doing his thing on his computer and everything is closed down. Uh, my daughters are kind of the same way. They'll be in their room and all the you know, shades are closed. And I'm that person who's like walking in and ta-da, you know, opening all the curtains in the room because it feels good. I mean, who doesn't like natural sunshine, right? Apparently some people don't. So let's see, obviously, you know, decor wise, I kind of um, lean at least toward the more minimal decor styles, um, also cozier visuals. Um, but also I'm really into mid-century modern. And I think that I've incorporated maybe some of those aspects into my home, but I definitely haven't gone all the way. But I do really enjoy looking at it. That's just, I guess, a side note then um, that I really enjoy mid-century modern. But in my home, I would say I'm going for mostly, mostly minimal cozy decor. Um, Colors. My almost the entire place was painted this really awesome gray color when we moved in. It's not too dark and like, you know, oppressive. Um, but it's it's definitely like clearly gray. It's almost a bluish gray. And I loved it so much when we moved in. Not the entire house, like the entire bottom or middle floor is painted this color. I loved it so much. It was definitely a selling point. I know that's not totally true. Of course, you don't buy a house because of the color of the paint, but it just made the whole space look better when we were looking at houses. And so I found out what color it was and I painted uh, both of the upstairs bedrooms the same color. So, I mean, I know that I'm really into grays. Most of my clothes that I tend to reach for when I'm shopping for clothes have some kind of a gray hue in them. I'm not sure why. I mean, I feel like I feel like gray is a very giving color. It allows like all of the other colors to just kind of pop and stand out. So if I wanted to wear a gray shirt with some orange earrings or something, which I don't really do, but if I wanted to, then the earrings would really pop because the gray allows other colors to stand out. I think I think that's probably why I like it so well. So the fact that all of the walls are kind of a gray, it, it gives it more of a serene 
feel to it as opposed to I'm, I'm just personally it's a personal style it's not a right or wrong thing I'm personally not really into the midwestern type of oranges and you know tangerines and those reddish tones on the walls it feels it feels very uh, it feels very midwestern like I understand the style of it and some houses are beautiful with it but for me personally I like the calm and serene grayish bluish tints and also I found that it makes other colors that I use like little splashes of decoration really stand out more because gray is such a giving color for example Another color that I've started to incorporate or try to incorporate a little more of is this burnt orange type of color, not as like, you know, a main, a main tone in the room, not on the walls, not on the floor or anything, but just, for example, I've seen some really cool burnt rusty orange sheets on Instagram and, and some of the accounts that I follow, like KQ's pillow shop. I may have said that wrong. But anyway, so I've seen a lot of really cool rusty colored sheet sets and I tried finding them. It seems like they're sold out every time I try to find them. But colors like that, like the really, uh, really strong colors, like the burnt oranges like that, really pop more when you have some kind of a a nice, neutral, cool background tone. So I, I was able to find a picture that I put up in my room that has kind of the burnt orange colors to kind of pop out more. And that's something that I'm looking to possibly incorporate a little more in the future with artwork, maybe with sheets down the line, if I'm able to find some that work. Um, But even, you know, the table that I was talking about, the coffee table that's in my living room right now, um, the fact that it has those those yellow and orangey kind of veins in the wood, it has that same kind of aspect to where it looks kind of rusty, rusty colored, burnt orange colored. And that really kind of pops against the grayish toned walls. So anyway, I I enjoy things like that. That's something that I enjoy looking at inside of my home. And then one thing that I also really enjoy, especially this time of year, and actually I was looking at them on Amazon yesterday to see if there's somewhere else I can use them because I love looking at people's pictures when they use string lights. Um, You know, like when, especially if you look at those, I'm going to say this word wrong, I'm totally going to butcher it, huga, spelled H-Y-G-G-E looks like hinge. I think it's pronounced huga. Um, anyway, it's a Dutch word. And it, it's about, you know, like, cozy, enjoyable things. But also people will really try to bring that into their home. And you'll see that reflected with, you know, big, fuzzy, warm, cozy chairs and, and throw blankets and uh, candle lights and, and also string lights. So this time of a year, you'll see people really pulling out the string lights or the big string star lights. And that's one thing that I kind of, I I love it. I would love to incorporate it, but I'm not good at it. I've I've tried decorating with string lights before. And I think that maybe I'm overthinking it. I'm not just draping it the way that it should be draped kind of haphazardly or something. I think I overthink it and it just never looks like it looks for other people. But that's something that I'm looking to incorporate more of. I was able to get some kind of bulby string lights for the patio and I like that. That looks really good. But incorporating it inside the house has been a little bit of a challenge for me. Although I do have it on the Christmas tree, so I'm getting a little bit of the twinkle effect. But that's something if you're good at it, you should reach out to me on Instagram and tell me, 
you know, what's your trick? <laughs> because that's something that I would really like to even incorporate more of, especially during the the um, winter and fall months is more string lights. I just I really enjoy looking at that. So let's talk about sound. Now, I am in love with my Echo Dots. I don't have the newest version, but it does the job. And I think we have we have three, four. We have four Echo Dots because we have two in my bedroom, one, one on my side of the bed, one on Matt's side of the bed um, that we use for different things. That way, here's just a little life tip. Um, that way, I like to go to the bed to bed with the TV on or at least, you know, watch it while I wind down when he's already asleep. So I'm able to plug my earbuds, not my earbuds, but I have this little sleeping head headband thing headband thing that plugs into the Alexa like earbuds and it has little speakers inside of the headband. I don't know. I got it on Amazon and it works and you're able to to lay on it without it hurting or pushing on your ear, which is really cool. So pretty much every night I'm plugging in my little earbud headband. This is hard for me to say. I'm looking my little headband into the Alexa. And then I use Bluetooth with the Alexa to connect to the TV because the TV in our room is a fire TV. And then voila, I'm able to listen to the TV while I go to bed while Matt uses his Alexa at the same time to play rain sounds. Alexa, play sleep sounds, rain sounds. That's what we listen to every night. That's what we sleep to. Um, So those are the two sounds that are kind of going on in our room is me with my headband listening to probably reruns of Modern Family or whatever I happen to be watching, and then him listening to Sleep Sounds, Rain Sounds, which I wake up to every morning. Now, when I'm stressed and I want to do a little, um, you know, relaxation or meditation type of thing, I will have Alexa play, and I always forget the name of this app, um, Singing Bowls. It, it is singing bowls. It's like the the Tibetan bowls that you that you ding on with a stick and you roll it around. I'm totally butchering this thing, but I'll have it play that. And there's this one app because I've listened to other apps and they're not that great. But there's this one app. Anyway, I, there's this one app that's really good, and I'll play it every time. And it just goes, you know, like boom, you know, and and it'll do it in different tones. And it just feels so good to my ears and my brain. It's like a brain massage. So whenever I'm feeling really stressed, and I just want to zone out and do the whole meditation thing. um, I, I like to have something sound wise happening whenever I'm meditating. Uh, which I don't do as much as I should. I'm not like a daily meditator, but I would love to be. But when I do do it, uh, I'm more times than not, more often than not, I'm playing this ringing bowls app. And I just love it. It fills the whole room with with this sound. And I was a little, you know, self-conscious about it before because Matt will probably be on his computer with his headphones on and then turn around like, what is what is this ringing sound? What's happening? But not so much anymore. He knows that I like listening to it. But it, it feels really great. So that's one thing that I personally enjoy listening to at my home, especially when I'm feeling really stressed. And then the only other thing I could really think of for sound is that we are a very musical family. Matt, not so much, but the girls and I, for their entire lives and my entire life, like we just sing. We'll bust out into some kind of song in the kitchen together and we'll, we'll all like, you know, sing different parts or sing it together. So there's a lot of singing going on. Even when I'm here by myself, I'm usually, without even thinking about it, humming or singing or 
bursting out into song if I'm really feeling inspired. So that's something that is inside of our home a lot, maybe even more than other people's, is that all of us, all the ladies, we love to sing. We love to really get into it. What's that show? The Greatest Showman. We sing The Greatest Showman a lot, I feel like. So yeah, that's something that that you might would hear if you had uh, if you had little microphones in our house. You probably hear a lot of singing. And then taste. This one's probably even weirder to talk about than smell, because sure we know that everybody's home has a smell, but you know how do a lot of people don't really understand how taste really incorporates with your environment, like you know. When you're creating your spaces, when you're planning your spaces, you're not thinking, hmm, I wonder what flavors I really want to incorporate into that thing. But it is a part of your environment, the things that you eat and the things that you put on display like a bowl of fruit or some granola or whatever. Not only does that make you more or less successful with eating the things that you want to eat more of, you know, front of sight, front of mind type of thing, but it also, it's you know, it's just a part of your space. It's going to influence how your space smells when people walk in, you know, like families that um, that are maybe indigenous of India might have more of the curry type smells in their home. I mean, and that's because of the foods that they're buying. So some of the tastes that I have going on in my home generally on a regular basis are Safeway's berry granola mix. I'm the only person who eats it, but I really like it. And I'm not even saying that it's necessarily healthy. I mean, I assume it is. It has really good nuts and and granola and right, granola is good. It's crunchy, (laughs) but it's also probably got a lot of sugar. It's sweet. So, uh, but you know, there will be some days where I'll get up in the morning and I'll eat it for breakfast and then I'll come down and I'll snack on it a little bit at lunch and not really eat a full meal until dinner. So that's something that I definitely tend to get quite frequently. The other thing that I partake of even more than the granola berry crunch is my caramel coffee. I am a caramel all the way type of chick, whether I'm at Starbucks ordering ordering my like caramel macchiato, which is what I get every single time. Caramel. If any of you are planning on buying me coffee as a gift, caramel macchiato. I like it hot most of the time, but I'll also drink it on ice. I also like the caramel frappuccinos. I'm really big on coffee and my coffee that I buy at home is caramel. I'll buy the Starbucks caramel coffee if it's on sale. I do really like that. But also Safeway has their own brand that's usually on sale and it tastes just as good. It's called buttery caramel. Really like that. And so I'll use that. So you'll, you'll smell that in my kitchen quite a bit or on my breath. <laughs> It's actually funny. I recently went to a Christmas bazaar with my mother-in-law and um, her her two sister-in-law. So basically, uh, Matt, my partner's mom, and his two aunts. And we do this every year. We'll go to this Christmas bazaar together, and I'll park my car at the park and ride next to the Mac station, and we'll all hop in, and then we go and we we spend you know hours just walking up and down. It's the biggest Christmas bazaar in all of America, right here in Portland. So that's kind of cool. Fun fact. Um, so this time I loaded in the car with them, and Cindy's like, "Oh, I can smell your coffee. It smells so good." And I was like. I didn't bring coffee. I finished it in the car. You're smelling my breath. So yeah, fun fact there. Um, (laughs) It was kind of funny. Everybody laughed. We all got a good kick out of that. But yeah, my caramel coffee with one package of Splenda and a little bit of half and half or creamer and I am good to go. I probably have like five of those a day. I also love berries. 
pretty much anything berry I'm really into. Um, blackberries might be my favorite. I like blackberries, blueberries, strawberries. So if you're over at our house, chances are we have some kind of berries in the fridge. Um, but, you know, I don't want you to think that I'm too healthy talking about this granola and the berries. So I had to throw in some some of the other realities of my life, too, which is gummy bears are a huge weakness of mine. Um, and there are some nights where Matt and I will just binge out on like a bag of gummy bears in our bed right before bedtime. I know you're not supposed to. I know it's wrong. But we both really love the gummy bears. When I found that when we find something that both of us are really into, we tend to go a little overboard. So both of us really love um, for example, Coke Zero, we go through way too much Coke Zero just because we're both into it. So there's no veto happening, right? He's not so into Snickers. So I practically never get Snickers. But if he was into it, we would probably be getting a bag every time we go to the store. However, gummy bears are a weakness of both of ours. So we probably purchase more gummy bears on a monthly basis than most American households. I'll put that out there. Um, and I love it. Actually, I have a bag in my room right now. And I try not to overdo it. You know, like I am trying to be healthier. And I am trying to, you know, not gain 100 pounds, obviously. But that is that is something that you might find if you were in our home. And then the other thing, I already mentioned Coke Zero, that wasn't on the list, because I know that a lot of people have opinions about sodas. And I will say in my defense, I drink a lot of water every day. I carry a water bottle with me everywhere I go. And anytime it gets empty, I'm refilling it. So I'll probably drink a full water bottle worth of water like 20, 30 times a day. I don't even know because I'm constantly drinking water. But we do drink the Coke Zeros. The last thing that I have on here is wheat thins and garlic cheese dip. I should give a shout out to garlic. I'm a really big fan of garlic. We put garlic in our meat and our potatoes and the pimento cheese when I make it. It has a really strong garlicky flavor. I'm, I'm a huge fan of garlic and I'm also a huge fan of cheese dips. So when you can take the garlic and you can mix it with the cheese dip, I mean, come on. The wheat, whether it's wheat thins or Ritz crackers or whatever you're using, just the garlic and the cheese dip, ugh, making myself so hungry right now. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you might walk into my house and you might smell lavender. You might smell, um, you know, like berry scent or cinnamon apple cider, or you just might smell a really strong whiff of garlic because we love the garlic. So that's my list. This is my happy list. These are the things that I love. These are the things that are filled in my in my home when I create my spaces. And even, even if I were to move houses and start from scratch with none of the stuff that I have right now, these things would likely eventually be there. So that's that's my thing. I would love to hear what some of yours are. So feel free to like shoot me an email or leave a comment on the podcast or uh, over on Instagram, that's where I tend to be the most active if you want to have a little conversation. It's just underscore Mia underscore Danielle. Apparently, Mia Danielle was taken. It's fun to make these lists. So if you want to make these lists and share them with me, I would love to hear it. Um, if you have not gone over to Apple Podcast and left a review, please do so. It helps other people to be able to find me and to get some really cool tips about creating spaces inside of their home and making an environment that's going to help make them happy. That's pretty much what I do. That's my mission is clutter-free and happy all over the place on my Instagram account, here on the podcast. Everything that I do is to hopefully help you 
create spaces that are clutter-free and happy. So hopefully you're getting something out of that and you're creating your own spaces that are clutter-free and happy. I'll catch you next week.